This episode of the OrthoBullets podcast will go over the topic of nursemaid's elbow from the pediatric section on orthobullets.com. Nursemaid's elbow is a common injury of early childhood that results in subluxation of the annular ligament due to a sudden longitudinal traction applied to the hand. Treatment is usually closed reduction with either a supination or a hyperpronation technique. Nursemaid's elbow is relatively common and is most common in children from 1 to 4 years of age. The average age is 28 months and it's rare after 5 years of age. Again, nursemaid's elbow is most common in children from 1 to 4 years of age. The average age is 28 months, and it's rare after 5 years of age. Nursemaid's elbow tends to be slightly more common in females. The mechanism of injury is sudden longitudinal traction applied to the hand with the elbow extended and forearm pronated. Again, the mechanism of injury is sudden longitudinal traction applied to the hand with the elbow extended and forearm pronated. It may also be caused by a fall. As far as the pathoanatomy, the annular ligament becomes interposed between the radial head and capitellum. Again, as far as the pathoanatomy of nursemaid's elbow, the annular ligament becomes interposed between the radial head and the capitellum. In children 5 years of age or older, subluxation is prevented by a thicker and stronger distal attachment of the annular ligament. The prognosis is excellent when reduced in a timely manner. As far as the presentation of nursemaid's elbow, patients have a history of a click that may be heard or felt by the person pulling the child's arm. Again, a click may be heard or felt by the person pulling the child's arm. As far as symptoms, the child typically refuses to use the affected limb and holds the elbow in slight flexion and the forearm pronated. Again, as far as symptoms, the child refuses to use the affected limb and holds the elbow in slight flexion and the forearm pronated. On physical exam, there may be pain and tenderness localized to the lateral aspect of the elbow. As far as range of motion, there will be full flexion and extension, however pain with supination. Radiographs are typically not required in the setting of the classic presentation of history of traction injury, a child that is 5 years or younger, and consistent clinical exam. However, when obtained, elbow radiographs are normal but 25% will show that the radiocapitellar line is slightly lateral to the center of the capitellum. Again, when radiographs are obtained, the elbow radiographs are typically normal, but 25% will show that the radiocapitellar line is slightly lateral to the center of the capitellum. Ultrasound can be helpful for confirming the diagnosis when necessary. It can be indicated when the mechanism of injury is not evident and when physical examination is inconclusive. The benefits of ultrasound is that no radiation is exposed to the patient, and you can visualize the soft tissues. Findings on ultrasound include an increase in the echo-negative area between the capitellum and the radial head. The sensitivity is 64.9%, and the specificity is 100%. As far as the differential diagnosis, nursemaid's elbow is a diagnosis of exclusion. The differential diagnosis of a painful elbow with limited supination include certain traumatic causes, for example, supracondylar fracture, olecranon fracture, radial neck fracture, lateral condyle fracture, or a contusion. Could also be an infectious cause like septic arthritis or congenital in nature, for example, a radial head dislocation or forearm synostosis. The treatment of nursemaid's elbow can be non-operative or operative. Non-operative management is closed reduction of the annular ligament subluxation. And this is indicated for a majority of cases, but you must be certain that there is no fracture present prior to any manipulation. As far as operative options, open reduction is rarely required, but is indicated for chronic, symptomatic subluxations that cannot be reduced. 
Again, open reduction is rarely required, but it is indicated for chronic symptomatic subluxations that cannot be reduced. As far as the techniques for closed reduction of annular ligament subluxation, there's a supination technique and a hyperpronation technique. The supination technique involves holding the arm in supination and then the elbow is maximally flexed. The physician's thumb applies pressure over the radial head and a palpable click is often heard with reduction of the radial head. The hyperpronation technique involves hyperpronation of the forearm while in the flex position. As far as follow-up, the child should begin to use the arm within minutes after reduction. Immobilization is unnecessary after the first episode. Again, immobilization is unnecessary after the first episode. Complications of nursemaid's elbow include recurrence, which may occur especially if the child is younger than three years old. Initially, recurrence is treated with cast application inflection and neutral or supination. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. The first question reads, A three-year-old male has a refusal to move his left elbow after his mother grabbed his arm and attempted to lead him across the street. Physical exam demonstrates guarding of the extremity with the elbow held in a flexed and pronated position. A lateral radiograph shows no abnormalities. What is the most appropriate first step in management? And the choices are 1. MRI, 2. Aspiration of the elbow joint with blood cultures, 3. Close reduction via supination and flexion, 4. Close reduction via longitudinal traction, and 5. Placement into a long arm splint with no reduction required. The correct answer to this question is 3. Close reduction via supination and flexion. So the clinical scenario above describes a nursemaid's elbow. This injury occurs commonly in children under 5 years of age as a result of a quick pull on an extended and pronated arm and results in subluxation of the annular ligament. Radiographs typically show a normal ossification pattern without any obvious fracture or dislocation. A lateral radiograph of a nursemaid's elbow will show a normal collinear relationship between the capitellum and the central axis of the radius. Reduction typically includes elbow flexion and supination while placing a finger on the radial head to feel the snap of the reducing annular ligament. Crow et al. studied manipulative techniques for reduction of nursemaid's elbows. Although elbow flexion with forearm supination is the commonly taught technique for reduction, the review mentioned several studies that showed that forearm pronation during reduction may cause less pain and actually be more effective than supination. They concluded further high-quality studies are needed to be done on this reduction technique. And moving on to the final question. A two-year-old is brought to the emergency room with reports of acute elbow pain and limited use of the left upper extremity. The patient is neurovascularly intact and is afebrile. Examination reveals that the elbow is in slight flexion and the forearm is pronated, but further examination is limited, secondary to pain. AP and lateral radiographs are normal. What is the next best step in management? And the choices are 1. Observation, 2. MRI, 3. Supination and flexion reduction maneuver, 4. Supination reduction maneuver with long arm casting, and 5. Close reduction and percutaneous pinning. The correct answer to this question is 3. Supination and flexion reduction maneuver. So based on the clinical findings and radiographs that are described, the patient should undergo a supination maneuver without casting to acutely treat this radial head subluxation or nursemaid's elbow. The mechanism causing radial head subluxation is pronation and traction causing a tear of the annular ligament. The ligament becomes interposed between the radial head and the capitellum as the traction is released. 
Reduction of the radial head occurs with supination of the forearm and flexion of the elbow to approximately 60 to 90 degrees. Immobilization is not necessary. That's all for this review about Nursemaid's Elbow. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session by OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education. Keep in mind that this podcast is designed to go along with the topics on orthobullets.com. If you've gotten any value from the OrthoBullets podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow.